So the Independent Schools Association of Southern Africa is the largest and oldest membership organization for private schools in this region. And they've got members, the private schools that we send our kids to in this here country. So it was just the other day when the Department of Basic Education announced that schools would only reopen at uh, sort of mid-Feb as opposed to end of January. But what we do know is that uh, a lot of the private schools had started opening in the second week of Jan already. We're living in a pandemic, so there are real concerns around uh, the health of learners and the health of educators and uh, school staff, etc. So this decision is not necessarily born out of nothing. But there seems to have been some confusion regarding, you know, um, how schools operate, particularly with uh, some of the private schools where some parents have uh, noted schools uh, opening the gates, allowing learners to come on, but the government saying one story. So uh, let's get a sense of what's going on here. We're joined on the line by the ISASA's executive director, Lebukhang Munchane. Good morning. Good morning, and good morning to the listeners. Thanks for making time to speak to us. Um, I mean, let's get straight into it. We know that you are a stakeholder as an organization as far as the uh, education uh, sector is concerned, and we know that there's been extensive discussions that you've had with government. What have you communicated to your members, the schools that kids are being sent to, as per the announcements in terms of the academic program for the year? Yes. Uh, once uh, our Deputy Minister uh, of Education spoke last Friday, we then informed our membership uh, in a memorandum that we recommend that what they do is that they try and prepare for online learning immediately and that, you know, they must just uh, interact with students only for that purpose. And many of our schools actually on Friday and Sunday, no, sorry, on Saturday and Sunday actually began to interact with students to get them up and ready for online learning. And after that, everybody generally has moved on to online learning and remote learning. I mean, I saw some reports on SABC television as of, I mean, I think it was Monday, where some learners were still arriving at some schools. I mean, what is your take on that? Well, I think that uh, the understanding, and I think that we must really hope that the media works with us here and they've been really generally good uh, right through. But the reality is, when the Deputy Minister in a public statement, in a press conference says, okay, fine, we are recommending the schools postpone their reopening by two weeks, but as she indicated that they were asking us to do so. But what is actually required is that we do need directions, which are basically regulations that tell us, okay, fine, we have put it into law, and therefore that is what's going to happen. And we as an association are interacting with the Department of Education, and so we in the SASA and the Radio government, they are drafting those regulations, and those regulations will actually be promulgated quite soon. In the interim, there is no law that precludes schools actually from interacting with their pupils in person, but we are saying because of the COVID pandemic, and many of our membership supporters, let us actually go online until we know which date we are allowed to go back to school. Can you confirm whether or not um, that all private schools that fall under your membership are now doing the online schooling? In other words, that there are no learners on campus? Yes. So, you know, it, it is a very complicated picture out there. So what I can confirm is that we as a membership organization, our member schools are actually mostly now are online. I don't know. I cannot say. I mean, we're the largest. So we've got 850 schools in Southern Africa. 750 schools in South Africa, 
And also the other issue we've got to remember, all pre-primary schools are permitted to be open. So if you're a pre-primary school, and even if you're attached to a school, you're permitted to be open. So actually, no. All our pre-primary schools, which we encourage, are actually remaining open because they fall under the Department of Social Development, which has communicated very strongly and vigorously to us that pre-primary children must go to school. There's been lots of concern uh, coming from parents around the issue of fees, and I, and I don't know how much you can weigh in on this one, Lebukhang, that, well, um, if my child is not going to be on school um, property uh, and instead is going on online learning, surely uh, there needs to be considerations made around discounted fees, etc. I mean, are those discussions there when you are discussing some of these uh, issues with your members? No, certainly so. And I think that we must really just emphasize this, and I think it's important. You know, the vast majority of your fee actually goes to pay the teachers. So in general business, about 50, 60% of your budget is actually your wage bill. In education, you're talking about 80 or 90% of your, of, of, of your bill is actually paying teachers. So we really encourage schools uh, and parents to work together and for, specifically for parents to make sure that they do their best to pay fee school fees. The other thing is, for fee-paying schools in our country, both in public and independent, if they might, people, parents have to understand that. If we don't pay the fees, you're not going to get that education for your children. So we really encourage parents, let's not talk about discounts and et cetera. It's not like a, a for-profit uh, business. The vast majority of schools in our country are not for-profit. It's not as if this money is going to go to shareholders. This is going to pay teachers, all, and who we all know, are not the best, highly best, or the most highly paid in, in, in any country, and certainly not in our country either. All right, we'll keep uh, watching this one closely uh, because I think the sense here is that, you know, we all all in this pandemic together. So nobody should essentially be doing their own thing simply because they fall under some sort of a private sector of a particular space. But we do appreciate your time, Lubukhang, and let's see uh, what happens as the days and weeks roll by. Thanks a lot, more flavor, and uh, to your listeners, eh? There we go, Lebukhang Munchani. Uh, that is uh, the executive director from the Independent Schools Association of South Africa. What do you make of everything he has said? Uh, what have you picked up from that conversation? And um, is there anything that you feel um, is worth reflecting on just on that issue? You can tweet us and hashtag the morning flavor. It is now half past six. We'll get into the headlines and sports. And then a Michael Jackson spiritual fix. Can't wait.